Um, hello, welcome to the first ever episode of Cringe Cast. Here with Vincent Yim, which is me, and uh, Grant Ballard. What's up? Um, some of the topics will vary week from week, talking about whatever we want, and uh, a lot of cringe is to come. And uh, today's show is uh, sponsored by no one. Hooray! Uh, but uh, you future? know, we're determined to provide you with free entertainment without <laughs> sponsors until we get one. Then we'll shove that product down your throat. <clears throat> so. We'll start with introductions from Grant. Oh, what's up, guys? My name is Grant, and I am a 23-year-old software developer. I graduated from Texas A&M University. Uh, some things I like, I like video games, I like lifting, and I like skiing and reading. All right, cool. Um, uh, my name is Vincent. Uh, I'm 19, and I'm currently enrolled in the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Uh, but I'm originally from New York, New York. I'm uh, majoring in political science and economics, and uh, the plan is to go to law school. Some of the things I enjoy, I uh, I enjoy video games, I enjoy uh, basketball, and uh, reading. I do enjoy reading. And today we have a very special guest, our very dear friend, Dan Lavelle. Can hey. you uh, start off <laughs> by telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm Dan, so I'm a client systems administrator. I graduated from Oklahoma State, computer science, uh, and I'm 22. And I absolutely love movies, reading, obviously, and playing Tetris, honestly. Damn, Tetris? Yeah. I'm not afraid I'm not afraid to come out and say <laughs> Old it. head, old head right here. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so the first topic we have in store, is uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about life. Um, I know myself, I'm still in school, but both Grant and Dan are, are both graduated, and they've been graduated for, uh, I know Dan's been graduated for a couple months now, and, and uh, same thing for Grant. <clears throat> so hey, we're, we're going to start off, yeah, six months. So we're going to start off by talking about some uh, balancing, how, how we balance social life or, or school life. You know, social life being doing the things that you want to do, and then school life for me obviously would be school, and for them obviously would would be uh, work life. And so we're gonna start off with with Dan. So how how do you do it? So I actually got very lucky with uh, my job because where I work, they actually put a pretty big emphasis on taking care of yourself. So that would be my first suggestion: is definitely live for yourself and don't put everything into your job because you never know what could happen. You could accidentally show your dick on camera or something and get fired <laughs> from your job yeah, like so definitely definitely don't put all your like eggs into your job basket you know you gotta take time off take a vacation do stuff that you want to do otherwise you're i mean you know yeah yeah i, think, I agree with that because i think a big problem that used to exist is that people live for the company not for themselves so people yeah you see people putting in like 80 plus hour yeah. weeks and then not leaving and, and you can see that too because yeah. like nowadays people are less likely to work for a company for you know 30 40 years like a lot of the boomers do right yeah. it's actually it's becoming actually kind of a problem that a lot of companies are hiring graduates and they're working them like 60 hours a week 80 hours a week like company i know companies like spacex have a huge turnover rate because of I mean, just the amount of hours that you have to work in this company. So it's actually kind of becoming a little bit of a problem, at least in America, from what I know, is that a lot of companies are adapting this strategy of basically just hire people and then just abuse the shit out of them. So Yeah. I guess I, I um, you go, Grant. I guess it's kind of a problem too, because like US uh full time employee rules is uh you technically don't have to be paid overtime in most states, so they can just work you as as much as they fucking want until you drop. Dang, so, is that for real? Like, how many states is that in? Or is that know, a federal law? Um, I think it's uh, I think it's a state law, but I know it's in Texas for sure, and I think it's in uh, like most states to be honest, where yeah. you don't get paid overtime, or you don't. The company doesn't have to give you overtime if you're full time. I was just gonna bounce off. Dan's, you know, thing about work overworking, uh, like newly graduates. There's like this big thing in in law. If you go to big corporations after graduating, a lot of the times, big corporation they call it big law. 
they make you work 80 to 100 hours like oh, a yeah. week. Yeah. For sure. And a lot of and like the average burnout rate for those jobs is is 3 or 5 years. And then like after that, it's cuz like people are like, "Well, I'll just do big law until I have enough money." Right? Cuz those guys make on average like 150k a year. Yeah. And so they just overwork themselves for like 5 years, burnout, and then go and do, you know, whatever law they want to do, whether that's um, you know, family law or, you know, public interest law or maybe you know go into government and like that's such a huge problem because people are just like yeah that's just how it is you know you work a couple years yeah. in, in big law you work 100 hours a week and you burn yourself out like that's the norm it's like, sort of becoming this sort of accepted status quo thing where oh yeah that's normal to work like 60 hours a week and yeah 80 hours a week and it, i don't know it's uh, at what point is it just like you know <laughs> hey guys i actually want to yeah. do stuff on my own you know mm-hmm. so I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem working more than forty hours a week. Like I wouldn't have a problem with sixty as long as I got paid for it, and as long as I got like paid extra for it. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, the I t- thing. And I I wouldn't either as long as I had the choice to. If, yeah, yeah. Definitely. If I if I was being forced to work sixty hours a week, I would. I think I wouldn't want to work there as long, you know, mm-hmm. because you know I actually want to do stuff outside of work. You know, I want to like do stuff for myself and not just spend all day hunched over in front of a computer i want to go home hunch over my home computer <laughs> and do yeah, stuff dude. for myself yeah yeah i understand so how do you how do you find a balance for doing things that you want to do you know like hunching over your computer at home rather than work? <laughs> um, <laughs> then like you know so like is there is there a uh a point where doing too many things for yourself is like not good or you know the oh. other way of the spectrum is is there a point at we're doing something you don't want to do too much, such as working 60 hours a week. Not saying that you hate your job, but, you know, if you don't work... No, there's definitely this... It's definitely what you said. It's right. It's a spectrum of, you know, this too much IDC about my job, you know, you're going to get fired, or if you're overworked, you're going to burn out. So at my job, there's this... uh, There's sort of a culture of you're allowed to say no to stuff, Mm-hmm. If you have too much on your plate. And so that is like, again, I got very lucky with my job in that they care very much about their employees. So they actually, you know, they tell you if you work a certain amount of time a week, you're like, take early days, leave the job early or something. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely something that the job does for you. But I mean, as far as like how to do it yourself, I think... Honestly, you, I, you just got to use all your days of vacation, use your sick days, your unpaid time off. You just use all that stuff because, I mean, at the end of the day, your job probably doesn't care that all that much about you, to be honest. Yeah. A lot of places just view people as like a number and they view people yeah. as like replaceable too. So like, you, know, you have to take your own time. You can't just, you can't bank on your company always wanting to keep you around or something. It's like people get it's fired true. out of the blue because the company's not doing well and they need to cut down on stuff and a lot yeah. of times the uh, first people that come after are like the uh developers and people like that because they're like oh we don't need them to do new work and stuff like mm-hmm. that so yeah what, yeah, what so... do you think about like um <clears throat> do you think it's like really dangerous to put all your eggs into one basket oh yeah. for sure because like, because yeah. like if you okay think about it like this because you were talking about how it's not good to put all your eggs into your work right mm-hmm. all, your, all your eggs into one basket do you think if people who um do that you know that becomes such a big part of their personality, you know, working for that company, and then they get fired, like Grant was talking about, right? Because the unexpected is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, it, hap- it happens all the time with, mm-hmm. especially uh, older people. I yeah. mean, older people would be working at a company for 20 plus years, and they'll get laid off, and they don't know pretty much anything else outside of their job. So their marketable skills are, uh, they don't really have a yeah. whole lot. So they yeah. kind of have to either go back to college or take a lower paying job. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just look at stuff like that, I think that's a perfect example of how you should definitely work for yourself. I I know it sounds kind of like a dick, but I don't think it's that much 
being a dick if you're working for yourself you know you gotta you gotta watch out for yourself for sure yeah, yeah. another big thing is you need to like look at improving your own skills too because like a lot of yeah a lot of times at least like what i've seen like clients have worked done and stuff like that uh when those older people do get laid off it's usually because they haven't developed any new skills in the past 15 20 years or whatever and uh, oh. what they were doing is now uh deprecated and not really needed anymore hence why they're yeah. let go yeah so like one thing you need to look out for in addition to like all your work stuff is improving your own skills, like your skill set related to your job. Like if you're for a developer, sure. for example, learn a new programming language or something like that, or, or reinforce should, your skills in another one. Yeah, uh, you should always be learning new stuff because mm. I mean, new stuff is always coming out. So yeah, and if you sure. don't, you're gonna be a boomer, I guess. And yeah, and you just become behind, basically in your job, right? <laughs> be unemployable. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I mean, there there are, there are some skills that are, I guess, they're sort of like long lasting for example there's always going to be a need for mechanics mm -hmm. well yep i want to say forever until we get robots doing all that stuff for real yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean there's certain jobs like i think there's this stigma against people doing manually i i actually feel pretty strongly about this is that i think that we as a country put a lot of emphasis on going to college and getting a, a degree that's true yeah, that's and true. i think i do and I think it's kind of this, it's kind of ridiculous that parents tell their kids it's not okay to be an electrician, it's not okay to be a mechanic, it's not okay to be a plumber. These people make a lot of money, actually. They and do. Yeah. They make, they, you know, like some of the like welders, they make up to six figures a year, like after yeah. a couple years in the yeah. job field. And they and the, spend significantly less time in school. So yeah. You just go to a trade school for, uh, I think it's two, two years, maybe, two years. maybe three years. And you just have this skill that's super marketable and in high demand. And it's kind of good, actually, because a lot of times these people can open their own company and you become your own boss. You work for yourself. Yep. Yep. It's I think it's a very good idea, honestly, to talk oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, and another thing is like a lot of people end up just going to college and getting a degree in something that's not really marketable and something they can't really yeah. make anything out of. That's another mm -hmm. big deal. And complain like, about student debt. But that's another topic. That's true. And also... Um, I don't want to segue too off from what we were trying to talk about, but a lot of these times, like people who are going to these trade schools, like they're pretty passionate about what they want to do, right? I've, yeah. I've haven't seen a welder who's like, you know, I just want to weld because well, I'm trying to look yeah. for a paycheck. But yeah, yeah, I like, see it from people who go to college four years degrees, and they're like, oh, I'm just doing it to get a degree. Well, it's because these the people who say that they're going just to get a degree that these are the people who are affected. By this stigma of it's yeah, not okay yeah. to be a manual work. <clears throat> I think it's so ridiculous that we we disparage these people because I mean if we didn't have them we'd just be totally fucked, right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. your toilet starts, you know, overflowing, you're just like, all right, well, fuck. I guess I'm just screwed. Got to take a shit outside now. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous in my no. opinion that yeah. we. We put such a big emphasis on going to college when there's plenty of other options available. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yep. then uh, one more thing about balancing your social and uh, your life is uh, what do you think about, like, having to have – do you think social interaction with people face-to-face -face is, nec like, necessary? Because for me, for instance, I feel like, you know, I don't like going out that much. I'd rather just stay home. It's not like I don't enjoy being out, but it's just I'd rather be, be home because it's, like – what i enjoy more i would say but every once in a while i feel like there's a need for me to go out and socialize with people or i else, think you know i i lose <clears throat> some some part of myself you know yeah i think um the reason why people prefer to hang out by themselves a lot is because when you go out you kind of are reliant on the other person like if you're staying yeah, at yeah. home playing video games all night you can just at any point just decide to say yeah that's it for me i'm gonna get off and mm -hmm. get off you start watching tv but if you're going out and you're like drinking you're going to clubs and stuff you really can't just decide like like right, yeah i'm out for me like i'm out you know <laughs> people are like, kind oh, of man, just like you're like what a square <laughs> okay that was i'm kind of yeah but, you know, <laughs> trying to keep it pg but mm -hmm. um you know, I don't know. I think that it's definitely okay to be the kind of guy who just wants to hang out by himself. But mm -hmm. I, I also think that talking face-to-face -face is very important. 
because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as much as we like sitting on the computer all day, you still a lot of stuff is still done face to face. Yeah. So yeah, it's very important to develop skills like that and to keep those skills as you get older. So like yeah. like being on Discord and talking to friends is like so different than interacting uh, in real life, right? Yeah. Because like in real life, you know, you're not just it's not just the voice. You're talking to a body, you know, you're you're doing things, but on Discord it's just your voice. You don't see a face. Um, you know, it's much easier to it, like it's a it's a different skill set, I would say, you know, interacting mm-hmm. with just voice. Like, you know, maybe you're talking to your boss. Like, there are clear differences when you're talking to your boss in real life than, like, a Skype call, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I think it's really important. I also think, kind of bouncing off that, is that I don't want to come off as too much of a boomer, but newer generations, they have the access to these, like, Skype you know, mm-hmm. phone calls. Not not phone calls, but you know what I mean. Like Yeah, like FaceTime. Talking over, yeah, 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 stuff yep, like yep. that. And I think it's it's definitely becoming less common to do stuff. Like more face... I, I think that cell phones, the invention of social media and stuff, has kind of moved people away from talking face-to-face. And it kind of hurts kids' development a little bit. Because when you don't have these social skills, you kind of... The, the way that kids develop social skills is that they, they talk and they say stupid shit and they get, you know, people react to it, right? They say, that's stupid, don't do that, or they hurt somebody's feelings and the kid goes off and cries. But, yeah, you, you know, I think definitely that talking face-to-face is probably definitely still, like, a very important skill, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you think about this, Grant? Like... I think, yeah. So, like, the biggest thing is, like, for me at least, there's, like, a really distinct personality between when I'm on Discord of Friends and when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly just because stuff, like, there's stuff you can't say at work. Yeah. yeah. Say yeah. on Discord for sure. Um, partly because people, if you say, like, say, like, similar kind of speaking to you on Discord, they yeah. just be like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> or maybe yeah, even, maybe. like, there are some things that are easier to say when when it's just by voice rather than... yeah being in person and saying it right yeah, yeah true. maybe you can see like their discomfort or whatever it makes it harder yeah. for you to keep talking you can definitely pick up on like social cues like sarcasm mm-hmm. is much much easier to understand in person because yep, yep. you can have some sort of non-verbal like body language yeah, yeah. thing yeah i agree with that yeah and then uh, <clears throat> the last topic i want to talk about for um balancing your social or school life is uh and how I was, I was talking about this earlier about the law school stuff or law, big law thing is, do you think burnout is real? Like in your workplace or even like in school life, I can talk about it, like coming from a school perspective, but you guys can too, since you guys only been recently graduated. But I, I do think burnout is like real. It, it is oh, such a real thing. Like, I feel like real. if I spend too much time studying or like not doing things that I enjoy, I'll, I'll burn out. And mm-hmm. I, I will not want to go to school anymore. And I'm like so scared of that because, you know, after I'm done with college, I still have three more years of college to go to. Right. Cause I want to go to law school. Yeah. So like what happens then if you burn out, what happens? Like if you're in school or even know, at work, if, if you burn out, right. What happens? I know that burnout is actually a very common problem in higher academia. I think is the right word. Academia. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, I, I, I actually talked to a guy the other day and he went to graduate school and he said, I left graduate school because the atmosphere is just so terrible. Like you have to work like ridiculously long, like 16 hour days and like barely get any credit for the stuff that you do because the person that, you know, you're like doing the research for takes the credit instead. So, it's, yeah. I mean, I think burnout's very real. Like, <laughs> I think it's actually a very big problem too with mm-hmm. the current culture of America. Do you, do you see yourself burning out? Like, what what would you do? Like, is that why people have midlife crises? Is because yeah. they burn out? I think like, that might be work. a little bit yeah, of a different a thing. Different, yeah, yeah it, that's sort of like a you take stock of your life and you go, Jesus Christ, I've wasted my <laughs> what, life. What the fuck have I become? <laughs> yeah, but burnout is more like, I, I can't do this anymore. I have no joy in my work anymore mm-hmm. yeah. because it's literally my whole life. I spend my entire life doing work 
Well, and, well, don't and, you think that kind of is like a prerequisite to having a midlife crisis? Because like you burn out and then you still have to keep working because, you know, some of these people have families, you know, you can't just quit your job and go back to school or find another job. And so they just keep working at this job that they don't want to do. And then yeah. you know, 10 years pass and they're like, what am I doing with my life? I've been working on this job. I hate. Yeah, I, th- I think I could, I could get by. That. I, I think mm-hmm. that uh, people burning out is sort of like, I don't know how common burnout is among like older people. I think mm-hmm. if you're more of a tenured employee, you tend to have pretty good habits. I think mm-hmm. burnout is really common among employees who are a lot younger. They think because yeah, they don't themselves. have like their habits or whatever set in. Right? Yeah. So they don't so really I, know I, what they like. So it's also hard so what to say you... no when you're a younger employee. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you true. Extra, you're you feel obligated to do it because you're younger and lower on yeah. the totem pole. If somebody asks you to stay late, you kind of just—I mean—you have to say yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Have you have you guys experienced like any burnout in your job? Like Grant, have you? You know, you've been working longer than Dan has. I mean, do you see do you see yourself burning out or like maybe switching jobs before that happens or what are your views on that? I got I got pretty lucky with my current gig cuz I really don't work over 40 hours a week and what I do mm-hmm. I I kind of enjoy. I like programming, I like coding. So, I haven't really noticed any burnout with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think like if it if it increased from like 40 hours to 60 hours or beyond that, I think I would probably start to notice some burnout because at that point, like I just have so little time to spend for myself, and mm-hmm. everything I'm doing is just dedicated to work, and I have no free time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um, you know, I'm like I'm I'm still in school, and you guys already um, graduated for some time now. So, what what are some differences that you guys see between um, being in college or being in a university and and the uh, in the workplace um so the biggest difference obviously is i feel a lot less stressed uh all the time i know people they like making a big fuss about how adults have a lot more responsibilities but i kind of feel like at college kind of it's college is almost like a test drive for these responsibilities you're sort of testing the waters you like walk into the pool you know you start Mm -hmm. out by getting your own place and paying rent and you move up to going to get groceries, stuff like that. And then eventually it just, I mean, it's like baby steps, basically. I, At least that was my experience. I don't know how much different you guys have found it, but in my experience, I feel a lot less stressed because, I mean, sure, there's more stuff to do, but I think I've been used to a lot of these responsibilities for a couple of years now, so not really that big of a change in stress level yeah i mean i don't know i i feel like i'm i'm ready for going to work or whatever or starting to work but at also i see like the positives of being in school or whatever yeah for sure i think there's definitely some clear uh benefits to working mainly because uh when you're in school for example uh, you have tests and stuff coming up. You have deadlines mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff. And I mean, like with work, you have deadlines too. But outside of your eight or nine hours, however much you work each day, uh, you, you don't you don't have an an obligation to get those done. Yeah. So yeah. You, like after you get home, it's just kind of, like, you're pretty much free for yourself. And then, uh, and yeah. I think it's very important that kids in college put more of an emphasis on. I don't want to say working for themselves, but I feel like this the reason why burnout becomes so common in jobs is because kids put a lot of work into school because, I mean, that's their job at, at that point, right? Like, it's yeah. basically learn everything you can, get as much work, like, get as much, you know, learning done as possible. And they try to, like, do as much as possible at once. And they're, they're kind of trying to finish the race faster. You know, they're trying to graduate yeah, yeah, quicker. Yeah. But yeah. when you get into the job, I mean, <laughs> there's nowhere to go, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're working, you're, you're working like harder, you're doing more jobs, but all that's going to happen is you're just going to keep getting more and more jobs. And then you're going to burn out pretty quick if you keep doing that. So I think an important skill to learn in college is kind of to be more moderate. 
I know it's kind of hard because you're not really in charge of your workload, but you know, I, I think definitely you probably should learn some sort of time management stuffs in college. Be a really good <laughs> time management, like leaving every assignment till Sunday to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. But yes. <laughs> um, um, so what's like what's what's better <clears throat> about school? What do you think? compared to working or what's better with working both sides of the spectrum because I, I can only speak about from school right i feel like school is so great right now is because i you know you just moved on from high school and you get all this all this freedom to yourself and to learn about all the things that you like or don't like or you know i you know it kind of sounds cliche but you know you're kind of discovering who you are right because in high school you kind of just were around the same people and maybe your personality was kind of shaped by them but in in college you know you're for the most part you're alone right mm -hmm. and so you just got to find out it's know. actually my experience has been that it's kind of the same thing getting a job mm -hmm. you basically i mean you're still by yourself more or less you might like meet people who have similar interests but yeah you, you kind of do have to learn for yourself what it's like yeah and uh go for your own but what's better about college i would say you have a lot more free time in college mm -hmm. at least i did and yeah i mean it was pretty exciting to you know have a three-day week or uh, not three-day a three-day weekend every yep. week for a while you know that was really cool so there's i mean there's definitely positives to being in college but yeah. yeah i think another big thing a lot of people kind of miss out on is that it's a lot harder to get expelled from college than it is fired from a job yeah that's true <laughs> so too. you, that's you true have too. a little more freedom in how you act which kind of gives a nice buffer going from like uh high school to like real adulthood because like mm -hmm. if you mess up along the way it's usually okay unless you like really mess up and get expelled but it's kind of hard yeah. to do that so yeah uh, it's that's one uh benefit of college that i think a lot of people kind of overlook is like like freedom and buffer zone that you get is is I that think, come with having more responsibilities when you're working like if you screw up one thing you just get fired or is that maybe because your actions are more like, i think it's monitored i think it's pretty rare to just fuck up once and get fired i, yeah, I feel no, like i'm talking about like fucking up multiple times because like in school yeah you multiple d's they're not just gonna kick you out or whatever right well or i think you... in college it's like if you fail like a final or something mm -hmm. you're gonna just fail the class and you'll have to yeah. retake it but in like the job world there's not really something like that you know there's not like this big overall thing that if you don't like if you fail it it you're not gonna get fired i mean sure there might be like some big project and if you don't get your part done you might get like a stern talking to, or mm -hmm. depending on whether or not you've done it before, you might get fired. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Um. So, which one did you guys enjoy more? Well, oh. Coming from both of you, hmm. after being out of it for a little bit. Also, keep in mind that both of these guys haven't been graduated for very long, right? It's only been yeah. like a couple months, so maybe opinions will change down the line. But right now, what do you what do you guys enjoy more? School or, or working? And tell me some of the reasons why. Uh, I think I personally enjoy working more just because I don't I don't mind having less a little less free time. Uh working's not so nice because you get paid for it. And mm -hmm. if you like work right, you're still uh learning new things, still advancing your tool sets. So uh I personally just say work. Cause, I, I would agree with work, yeah. So even if there's I, less free time, you still have plenty unless you work for a terrible company. But Yeah, you have free time. It's just you have to structure it a little bit better. But yeah. you that comes along with that is that you're making a lot of money usually. If you like have a good job, you're usually making a lot of money and you can buy stuff that you want. You know, you can if you want a new computer, you can buy a new computer. If you want to go yeah, out yeah. and buy a giant ass bag of candy, you can do that. <laughs> like nobody's gonna stop you. Like because I mean, you have those ideas in college, but you know, you're so poor. Right? You're yeah. Paying you have the college, no money. you have no money, and then once you're out of it, you get a job, and you know, not to say like a part time job in college like won't get you what you want, but once you start working, you can buy more stuff of what you want. Yeah, right? I mean. Oh, it, 
it just blows my mind that I could go out right now and just go buy like a thousand dollar TV if I wanted to, because yeah. I have enough money to do that. In college, I literally had like $200 in my bank account certain months. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I better hope my job pays me soon or I'm kind of <laughs> screwed. But yeah, and, and I, I mean, I could totally see this with Grant right now and you can, you can talk about some of, you know, your experiences with, uh, at, like after college and starting working, like, I know I have I mean I haven't known you for that long maybe like a year and a half ish kind of but I know when you were in college you wouldn't like buy a lot of things and now that you're out of it you know I've seen you <laughs> splurge on a lot or be more willing to buy whatever you want yeah you know it like yeah can you I think explain that a little bit it's like once you actually see the number in your bank account going up and you're like holy shit I'm actually getting like actual money and then like, like for me, example, I'm a single guy. I don't really have anything to spend my money on. I don't have like other obligations to spend my money on. I don't have kids or anything. The only mm-hmm. thing I have is a cat to spend my money on. So uh, I'm able to get get stuff that I wanted that I wouldn't wasn't necessarily able to afford when I was in uh, college, for example. So I don't know. That's definitely something really nice about uh, working, especially if if you get paid a decent amount. Yep. Um, and then and and like the section about you know what the differences between school and college life is uh what did you enjoy your your schooling did you enjoy college your university not talking about you know the outside uh you know the socialization aspect but more your education like the learning part you know did you like it did you enjoy it are there improvements that they can make or to to your college experience make it cost less money <laughs> but <laughs> that's a good point but other, other than that obviously right um yeah i i mean i was pretty satisfied with it i think i got more or less because the whole idea behind college isn't to teach you everything it's basically just to empower you to be able to learn stuff like this on your own i feel mm-hmm. like yeah because it's it's not feasible to teach you everything about the field of computer science in four years, right? It's just not going to happen. But I think if you put in certain habits for people, people will be more likely to go out and learn a new programming language, learn a new something, and also give them the foundation to be able to do that, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you can't learn a programming language without (laughs) first learning one programming language. So yeah, Yeah, college lets you do that, yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, like I pretty much agree. Like the biggest thing for me at A and M was that uh, we covered a, like a lot more theoretical stuff than like actually like real development work and real software engineering practices. So that was like my yeah. biggest complaint. Because when I like got a job, like there was a lot of stuff I'd never like seen before or even like heard of. But like like what's kind of nice though is like a lot of that stuff you can pick up pretty quick because it's not like like the theoretical stuff kind of takes like you have to actually think about it, but like a lot of like design patterns and stuff, for example, in programming, you can pick those up pretty quick. Cause usually they're pretty straightforward, but uh, yeah. I, I still kind of wish we would have touched on those more in school, but it's not a big deal. It's definitely worthwhile to like try to get like an internship or maybe even mm-hmm. just take a class about business sort of stuff. It's just, it's definitely a skill that's not very frequently taught in universities i think i think especially in computer science i mean you get these kids who they they grow up they only want to code and they don't want to ever interact with anybody else and you kind of have to (laughs) not do that at a job (laughs) you do have to talk to people unfortunately at your job dang that sucks man interaction (laughs) for sure um and then lastly this is more like a personal question for me or maybe whoever's still in college you know what's your advice what's your advice for people who are still in college or people who are nearing graduation right now or or maybe even people who um are coming into college what's your advice what's your viewpoint after being out of it and going through the entire process uh my biggest advice would be don't overstress yourself trying to get like perfect yeah perfect score and everything because i mean like as long, like as long as you're like not trying to go to like med school or something, you don't need a four O to get a job unless like 
Unless you're like some weird major where no one wants to hire anyways. <laughs> like a like a philosophy major. <laughs> a philosophy major. Then you might need a four O. But like the thing is that like in like most like engineering business, all that kind of stuff, you don't need to overstress yourself with every little test or everything. Just like just live your life, uh be happy, don't stress yourself out. That's my biggest advice. Something else that I wish I had known when I was first getting into college is most jobs do not give a shit where your degree is from. <laughs> Most jobs do not care. There are, I mean, there are certain fields where that's not true. And I could probably think that law is probably one of them. Mm-hmm. Medicine's another. But like, if you're getting like a engineering job, most of the time, jobs don't really care, I think, where you're from. They just want to see the piece of paper with your name on it that says Bachelor of Science. <laughs> yeah. And whatever field you're in yeah they'll be able to tell if you're good or not from the interview so yeah that's like the biggest thing so definitely if you're like stressing out about getting into a certain college i i don't really think it's worth the effort to be honest with you do you think there's like a difference between you know going to uh you know a top school i don't know what's like a top school in texas you UT. Yeah, Rice or UT. Yeah. So is there a distance between going to UT or some local oh, Texas college? Yeah, for sure there is. Because I, I actually I went to UT for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that the environment at UT is a lot more stressful than the environment at Oklahoma State. <laughs> You're, I think part of that's because of how they grade stuff. You know, they have the A plus, mm-hmm. B minus stuff. So there's a lot more competition. But it's also just classes are much much more i don't want to say difficult yeah competitive i don't I don't know the right word for it but it's sort of just everybody in the class is sort of i don't know You're just out for themselves yeah they sort of they'll do like anything i guess to yeah. you know do better or whatever but in all honesty if you're getting a job in computer science most of your education is probably going to come from self-teaching mm-hmm. yourself. I think that's probably the best skill to learn if you want to get something in computer. I think I'm, I'm like more asking like um, if, if I were to graduate from UT, mm-hmm. right, with a 4.0, mm-hmm. would that be better for me in the long term, like in my, in my work, uh, Maybe in my future your... work, than coming from a lo- local college with a 4.0 like is Whoa. there a benefit from going to ut and getting a 4.0 than going to a local college and getting a 4.0 right and like what let's job say are science. you getting computer science probably yeah. not that's what i'm saying is that if it's easier to get a 4.0 at a different school i think you mm-hmm. should go to that school yeah. <laughs> like i jobs most jobs that i i applied to they didn't really give a crap or what school I go to, they just see the GPA and they'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy has this three point whatever GPA. Let's call him in for an interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's usually what I noticed, at least. What about, I don't know. Maybe Grant's you? experience was yeah. different. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Only, only like advantage to going, I mean, this isn't necessarily like a better school, but a bigger school is that uh, networking. You have more connections if you go to like, yeah. a bigger school than a smaller school. That's true. But it doesn't have to be like necessarily like a better, bigger school. Like you go to like, I don't know, what's like a big school that's bad? Uh, I don't want <laughs> to trash in any schools. But, uh, OU. <laughs> yeah, let's say you go to OU. Yeah. <laughs> a big public school, not very good in education. But I mean, you have that networking though. So maybe there's an HR recruiter or someone at a yeah. big company who also went to OU. So they're yeah. probably more likely to look at your resume than someone who went to like I don't know. There is definite case, benefits yeah. to yeah. going I, I to I feel like I would agree even at this early point of my, you know, collegiate career, you know, and going to school, like networking feels a lot more important than getting a 4.0 in college, right? Yeah. I, you're just like I I kind of would say that Networking is important, but so is a 4.0. But yeah. literally just because you need to get your first job. The hardest part about getting a job is literally just getting your first job. <laughs> because Dang. people don't want to hire somebody with no experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically taking a gamble. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long did it take for you guys to find your job? 
Um, and, and was it difficult at all? I actually got, I've said I've gotten lucky a bunch, but I have mm -hmm. gotten incredibly lucky. This company was actually in very desperate need of system administrators. So mm. they saw that I had a high GPA and they were like, yeah, fuck it, bring them in. Because a lot <laughs> of their education, they do actually do internally. So basically all uh -huh. they're looking for is a high GPA and some knowledge of computers. Because for my job, I had to know networking stuff. And I mean, I literally didn't even know how servers worked when I started this job. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely I got very lucky. So I I don't think I'm qualified to give an opinion on how hard it is to find a job. Yeah, I didn't really look that long before I found mine. Like I was probably looking for a few weeks, and I had a few interviews. But then uh, I like the company I interviewed a lot. And once I got the offer, I was like, I'm pretty much going to take this. I'm not going to interview anywhere yeah. else. So yeah. As soon as I got the offer, I was just like, I'm done. I, was like, I don't want to do any more I, interviews. I just anymore. want a job. <laughs> well, want what a about job. you, Grant? What about like your job searching uh, experience? Was it as easy as like Dan? Or maybe not as not easy, I don't want to say, but as lucky as he no, was? No, it was easy. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty, easy. I was pretty easy. So like. I, I interned my uh, senior year summer uh, while taking, like, the last class I needed to graduate. And mm -hmm. uh, I interviewed, like, a couple places uh, throughout the span of, like, one month. And then uh, the place where I'm working at now, I was just like, all right, I like this a lot. I'm kind of done with my job search. I'll just – I just want to work here. So once I got mm -hmm. the offer, I accepted it pretty much instantly. Dang. Dang. I feel like some of, like, the, you know, other people – and the real world keeps saying like, man, looking for a job is going to be so hard. You're going to spend a whole year unemployed or whatever. And Usually what I found guys... is most people who talk about stuff like that, they usually have some sort of a liberal arts degree. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like trash <laughs> liberal arts degrees, but like if you're getting a degree in say like biology, those degrees, okay, that's not a liberal arts, but mm -hmm. it, it is the most common major. So there's a huge sort of, uh, what do you call it, population of people graduating with biology degrees and then looking mm -hmm. for jobs that require biology degrees. Okay. And I think me and Grant got a degree in, the f in a field that is becoming more popular, but at the moment is still kind of like a, seen as sort of a harder degree. I want to mm -hmm. say not harder, but I don't know. I mean, it has this sort of stigma that it's computer science is hard. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, because math has that stigma, yeah. right? <laughs> like CS is kind of hard, but like actual software development work usually isn't that hard. So it's kind of yeah, weird. Okay, like all those that's true. Yeah, all the shit like wacky weird math shit you learned in school, you probably aren't going to use that in your job unless you're doing like machine learning or something like that, mm -hmm. where you actually yeah. need to know all that math. Or if you're doing, like, I don't know, so yeah, weird shit like that. Data science. Yeah. But for most people, you're not going to use, like, half of those weird algorithms you touched ever again. That's okay. true. Um, <clears throat> uh, so this one might seem a little bit morbid. You know, what's the point <laughs> of living? What what keeps you going? Why why should people keep living? Even people who aren't, you know, like, I'm going to kill myself. There's no reason to live. Like... There's obviously something that keeps you going, right? Maybe for people it's, um, you know, I, I want to have children and then be able to spread, you know, maybe raise this kid in my name. Like, that's so great. You know, have a legacy. Maybe that's the reason why. Or maybe, you know, you just want to have a lot of money and live luxuriously for the rest of your life. You know, there are, you know, reasons why people keep living. What, 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 do, you, what do you think yours is? You know, and then afterwards I can, I can talk about why I do. I guess so. Okay, go ahead. I'll go first. Uh, for me, I don't know. I uh, what keeps me going? I just, I don't know. I just like honestly, just like coming home to Discord with my friends, being able to talk to everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, I, like, I, I, I guess I guess more of a question is like, why aren't you just laying your bed all day and doing nothing, uh, and then maybe you know getting up and eating? Like, what? Why do you do the things that you do? 
Need money, bro. Yeah, I need money, bro. No, uh, also, like, just personal enjoyment. I like doing stuff that uh, expands my own skill set, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just, like, seeing yourself develop personally, both in your skills and, and, like, even, like, in your social life and stuff. It's uh, pretty cool to see, and it's motivating. uh, keeps you going forward, so that's one thing. One thing that keeps me from just sitting in bed all day watching TV or something like that. Yeah, like, besides the money, right? Imagine if you had enough money to just lay in bed all day and you know have the basic needs mm-hmm. what, what do you what do you think your your uh, viewpoint on this is dan honestly there is no like overarching thing that i live for i get out of bed every morning and i just think to myself <laughs> another I, I i've always had this sort of weird mentality where every day is like it sounds so stupid, but like every day is just completely different from the last day. You know, yesterday yeah, yeah. Dan is nothing like today Dan. New Dan, wait, new it's day, new yeah, Dan. new new day, new Dan. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wake up in the morning and I just think, all right, let's go. And I mean, I don't really think about what I did yesterday. I don't think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. I just think about what am I going to do today. And I don't know. If that's a good way to do no, it. No, I mean, that, that. okay, that's like the way I look at it, too. Yeah. And uh, it's not uh, weird at all, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel that way, too. Yeah. You know, there's obviously a lot of different um, look outlooks on, on this question, right? And so, like, I agree. Like, I want to see what happens tomorrow, yeah. right? If I'm, if I'm not there for tomorrow, then there'll never be a tomorrow for me. And that kind of sounds cringy, but, <laughs> you know... I'm, I mean, even even like looking forward to things, you know, like if if I'm not here tomorrow or like I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to, then, you know, maybe I'll never see Dota three. Yeah, true. You know, maybe I'll never see Half Life three. Maybe I'll never get to see all the things that I want to see. Yeah, right? I mean, you're never gonna see Half Life three anyway because it's never. Yeah, <laughs> come true. on, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's that's like a big reason. Also for me, um, it's just being there for to see people around me succeed because okay this is also kind of gonna sound cringy but something that gives me a lot of joy is when i see people who you know i care for succeed my uncle recently got married back in september and i was so happy that like i started to cry like when i saw him up there and he was like giving his wedding vows i legit just like started crying because i was so happy to see someone who you know took care of me as a kid get married and move on to a, you know, maybe even a, a better situation in their life. Or I don't know, for instance, when you guys both got your jobs, you know, I was like really happy that you guys actually got jobs and you guys are out of school and that you guys aren't unemployed doing nothing. Right. <laughs> we actually, and so, something like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and so, you know, if I'm not there the next day, if I'm not, if I'm not able to keep living, right, I'll never be able to see that. Mm. So yeah, that's, I think that's a great outlook to have, yeah. honestly. I think I'm very thankful that you're so happy for me. I think that's very nice. Just kidding, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I cried on the day you got a job. (laughs) Um, And then we're going to end this episode by by asking, uh, what do you guys see yourself doing in, in 10 years? Dude, I got no idea. <laughs> you got no idea. Honestly, I'll probably still be playing video games, bro. Playing video games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Maybe. I don't know. Do you see you guys self like married or like with children? Because like, you know, mm. the generation prior, right? They got married at like 25, 26 and had kids. And then like the boomers, right? They, they probably had kids even earlier. Do you think it's going to have keep having this trend of like getting older before you have kids? And then like maybe in our generation, the average age that people with college degrees are gonna have kids like 30 years old yeah uh probably not have kids that early (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah i think you'll be 30 32 right when in in 10 years yeah i mean maybe like even like even like the 2000s right like my parents my my dad had me at 28 and that was like pretty old but i also come from an asian family where like getting married at 20 and having kids is like normal yeah. But like he got married at 28 and had me and that was like looked at as pre- being like already maybe not too old but just older than normal, right? Yeah. Like, um I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like 
uh, I feel like planning ahead is just, I don't want to say stupid, but <laughs> if you don't expect anything, you're never going to be disappointed. <laughs> like, if you just, it's like, it sounds like so, it sounds so bad, but like, I mean, it's, you're not going to be disappointed if you don't expect stuff. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. if you, if you go through life expecting, Oh, one day I'm gonna meet the perfect woman and have thousands of kids, and then you literally just end up not doing any of that shit. Yep. You're gonna probably blow your brains out, like because <laughs> yeah, that's your, like doesn't you literally lived your whole life hoping for that, and it didn't pay off. So I mean, yeah, like I, I don't think it's bad to have dreams. I think it's just I don't know. I don't think, expect too much out of it. Yeah, yeah like, if it doesn't happen. Don't then it just put, doesn't maybe happen. don't put too much stock. Mm-hmm. Don't live your whole life thinking eventually one day i'll have this because then you're gonna wake up when you're 50 you're not gonna have it and you're gonna be like holy fuck dude damn i should have had this or whatever right yeah but what do you think grant and like 10 years do you do you have like anything planned out do you have any idea of where you're gonna be i don't know i'm kind of like dan where i don't really expect anything uh mm-hmm. personally i don't really know if i want to have kids uh it's just a lot of responsibility to have to take care for, care of another human being. Or maybe not even kids. Do you guys still see yourself at the same job? Do you still see yourself um, doing the things that you're doing now? I mean, I'll probably, like that. I'll probably still be a software engineer. I don't really see myself leaving this field. Yeah. Unless, like, I maybe go into, like, management or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or become, like, a CEO. No, that's not Actually, that's mm-hmm. true. Maybe <laughs> in 10 years I could be, like teacher or something because i do want to be a teacher but yeah. would right you be now, like a teacher, a teacher at a university for computer science no way dude <laughs> what would you teach probably like high school math or some shit that'd be cool mr yeah. lavelle <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to like put too much hope you know because i'm basically just hoping that teachers are eventually going to be actually treated better but i mean yeah teachers being I mean, they're paid like almost minimum wage. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's really sad. It's kind of a travesty how bad yeah. teachers are paid in this. <laughs> teachers, teachers work like sixty hours, like the good ones. I'm not talking about the yeah. bad ones who literally work minimum. Oh, but yeah, like the dude. good ones, man, they spend like sixty, seventy hours a week, and they got to put up with like dog me, shit administrators who are like putting quotas on them and shit, and making yep. like three times more than them. It's I, I actually had a teacher who was my favorite teacher in high school, and she quit because of that. And she yeah. was like only fifty something, fifty eight. Like that's pretty old, but that's not like oh, I should retire from teaching old, right? She was yeah. like fifty something, like my favorite teacher of all time. She was really difficult, but like she quit because of like the administrative issues that you were talking about. Yeah, like damn, it's it's definitely something I would consider, but I don't have to be a teacher for high schoolers. I mean, I could. My job right now has teaching positions for teaching people how to use mm. the software. So even something as simple as that, honestly, I could see myself doing. Okay. And uh, that will be all for this episode of Cringecast. Um, we don't have a we don't have an ending, so uh, we're just we're just gonna end it there. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you for uh, for coming, Dan. Yeah, thank You're you, welcome. Dan. It means a lot to me. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll actually get some sort of a souvenir or something for coming on. <laughs> There's no we'll souvenir. I literally <laughs> got nothing hey, for this. Maybe we, maybe when we get a sponsor, then they're not even <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you end that episode?